0: start the all show. Right, there we
1: go. We got it. We're good. We're good. Yes.
0: We're live.
1: We're good. Right
0: now. Right now. All right. What's up? All everybody? right. All right. All right. <laughs> Welcome back inside the video podcast room of the State Champs Sports Network studios on the campus of Lawrence Technological University in Southfield, Michigan. My name is Lauren Plant. It's a high school football district finals Weekend, Michigan, Extra Point Live, back in your face. I will have both of the usual suspects by my side, filling us with their prep sports knowledge. Scott, the boss, Bernstein, what up, dude? Missed you last week.
2: Yeah, I was uh, out in Cali uh, doing my thing out in (laughs) Hollywood. Right. Repping the D, making sure I was checking all my scores. Now I got to be back in the mix for the district finals. It's, It's title time. That's right. We're handing out the hardware. This is, uh, you know, I always say this is the best part. This is the best part of the year. Playoffs. Yes. People uh, making names for themselves, shining under the bright lights. Yeah. Uh, I saw a great effort tonight, a real high-wattage effort from Seaholm, uh, senior tailback. Uh, um, Chase, Chaz Strecker. Yeah. Had Why don't you give, h- us two two
0: r- give us a wrap of uh, of what took Huge upset. Seaholm and Grove. Huge Division upset. Division two. Yep. Go ahead.
2: Birmingham Seahome, uh, pot Birmingham Groves. No one saw it coming. If you would at 42 7, if you'd have told me before the game that the score would be 42 7, I would have said, yeah, that sounds about right. Groves will beat Seahome 42 7. But it was the other way around. They flipped the script. Um, Seahome's rushing attack was just too much for for Groves to handle. Uh, Chaz Strecker was uh, moving and grooving, shaking and baking. Uh, he was like uh, you know a Ricky Bobby special, shake and bake, <laughs> all down the field. Uh, End zone to end zone, about 200 yards, about 190 yards, three touchdowns, had an 88-yard gash uh, uh, in the second quarter to make it 28-7, and they kind of just cruise from that point forward. Uh, first district title for Sehome in 18 years. First time they've beaten Grove since 2013. Uh, I just saw them in play. In the playoffs or ever? Ever. I mean, not ever, but first yeah, time I mean, they've beaten yeah. since 2013, p- postseason, regular season. Um, the, uh, Groves bumped Seahome out of the playoffs last year. Um, I saw them in Week 8. Seahome played Groves tough through the first three quarters, ended up losing 35-14 in a game that you know was closer than the score would indicate. But Jimmy DeWald is one of the most underrated head coaches. I, I don't want to even say Metro Detroit, in the state of Michigan. What he does with the talent that he's given, um, he, he's the definition of a guy that coaches his kids up, um, makes – uh, you know, kids that probably won't even smell a Division two II or three college offer right. into very solid, tough as nails high school football players that win games and and are the pride
0: of that community and play well for their coach and yeah. uh, play hard for their coach. Obviously, forty two to seven, Groves wins will impose have- their will yeah. from from. Oh no, we're not. We're not. We're not quite on the scores yet. But I love oh. it. We're trying to in, add a little new wrinkle. Yeah. Have a little music when I get to all the scores. Imposed so their will from the that, opening yes.
2: whistle to the <laughs> to the closing whistle. It was just a very in awe inspiring performance uh, yes. from a group that I just did not see this coming from at all.
0: Congratulations to the Maples. Groves have uh,
2: gone to the Final Four two yeah. of the last three years. Uh, Ralph Donaldson, Marcus Alexander. They got stars. Yeah. Seahome doesn't really have stars. Chad Strecker was a star tonight. Yeah.
0: But. Yeah, yeah, so they'll be taking on Port Huron yep. in the next round in the regional round. So good on them. Uh Matt Money Maori will be here in just a little bit. He the was comparable to yes, Fumari. He was at the Brighton beatdown of East Kentwood tonight 48 points. I got some up. I
2: got some grief from the Bulldogs fans. I put up uh, one of my Bernie's bites uh rankings yeah. uh lists. Listicles, yeah. Uh, where I did the top five most underrated quarterbacks in the state of Michigan, and I, I left off Colby Newberg, and the uh, Brighton Bulldogs fans were letting me know about it. It looks like uh, he proved his point tonight.
0: Yeah, I was out in Brighton last night. I'm working on a story uh, involving the volleyball team, and they won their district over Howell last night. Uh, passionate fans. It's so cool, too, when you drive in to Brighton's parking lot and you see the orange neon, you know, lighted up with the football stadium, so you knew that place was going to be rocking. Uh, And so good on them Matt will talk all about that contest in a little bit I was at a Division 4 battle Country Day hosting Harper Woods Country Day going for their first district championship since 2016 Harper Woods 2007 the last time they hoisted the hardware Really came down to the wire Country Day led 17-12 Harper Woods got the ball back with about 7 minutes left Kristen Stokes, who had a good game at quarterback for Harper Woods, about a I'm sorry at running back had about a 35 yard run uh, called back for holding, which was uh, really because they were really had the momentum. Uh, and then three minutes to go on fourth down, uh, Pierce. Uh, I think it's Mutui Edwards, uh, the quarterback Them Great throw to the back of the end zone. Uh, ball was caught out of bounds, though. That's really how it ended. Uh, Country Day quarterback Alon Mitchell played tonight, still despite having some knee problems. Uh, but uh, the sophomore Brandon Mann, whose brother was Steve, Steve Mann, Mann. That's right. Who playing was Playing baseball at Duke right that's now. That's right, who was our DAC uh, male athlete of the year in 2017. Um Kuz- St- Go ahead.
2: Whose dad caught the game winning touchdown pass in the 1985 or 86 state championship game from. Charles Johnson, who went on to win a national championship with
0: Colorado. There you go. And he is actually a coach on the sideline, yep, Steve. And Brandon, who is really big, uh, he's going to have a nice couple of years at quarterback uh, when he gets this opportunity. He took the run plays tonight, so he stepped in, got some action. Uh, but uh, congratulations to uh, Country Day. Country
2: Day, has a re- talking about recruiting just for a second, yeah. they have a real diamond in the rough oh. blue chipper and Caleb Tiernan on the line. Yeah, He's got all the 79? offers.
0: 79? Yeah. yeah.
2: michigan Michigan. Michigan. Michigan State, Ohio State, Notre Dame, they're all coming in on him. He's a beast. Yeah, and then they got Marcus Shepard who's going to Bowling Green, and we've been talking about Alon Mitchell, uh, Seaborn Campbell who's a – just like Steve Mann, a baseball stud that can yeah. also get it done on the gridiron,
0: yeah, tons of dual sport athletes on that on that team, uh the guys were fired up, played a good game. I give coach Odin and his crew credit uh he's still building that thing over there at Harper Woods, and the pioneers are going to get there they' they're in a, a a tough spot because they play in a terrible league um. You know, no offense to the teams that play in that league. It's just really hard, um, to you know, except for River Rouge, to, you know, have real solid competition throughout the season. Um, you know, I didn't know this, but from what I understand the way the new playoff rules go and coach Odin told me this is if you schedule out of state teams, you will not get it'll, playoff points. It
2: penalizes you.
0: Yeah. Well, S- so yeah, where, where these schools, you know, who had to play Ohio teams and in, in Toledo teams and teams in Indiana to, you know, kind of just uh, fill out their schedule and also have some good competition, they won't be doing that anymore. So I asked Odin, I was like, you know, well, hey, this is going to give an opportunity now for teams to get playoff points and want to play you even if they feel maybe you're going to beat them. Or... Other teams, like Division One teams, take you on the schedule. You know that you can match up well with those teams, a la what Corey Parker's doing at River Rouge, and uh, it's going to be better in the long run. So, And
2: for Country Day, I mean, let's just go back to last year. They really should have won that district last year. Yeah. It was a miracle that Farmington-Hales Harrison ended up uh, oh, pulling yeah, that out the was. last yes, second on was. a missed snap that yes. the guy grabbed and somehow threw for up in the end goal, zone. Yeah, and yeah. Uh, But, you know, it looked like... Country Day was going to win that district last year, so it's good they got that taste out of their mouth and used that as kind of a, a way to vault themselves into a, a, an excellent 2019 season that I don't think I saw coming. I mean, right. they're, uh, they're undefeated. They're and It looks like uh, they, they have their sights set on Ford Field, and it, you know, if you would have asked me before the season if I thought Country Day get to Ford Field, I'd probably say no, but now, hey, they have as good a chance as anybody.
0: Yeah, and their defense played well when they needed to. Country Day will now take on Milan for the regional title next week. Okay, the rest of the scores are next. I just want to say just a couple things. Uh, always got to kind of pat ourselves on the back when we have an opportunity. I want to say that last week, and we set a record for video views here at the network in just three days, 235,000 total views. I didn't get to be a part of it. all our I'm platforms. so jealous. I know. 57 highlights for you to watch, and you could— Check them out we now got, from we got last We weekend. got 40
2: games this week.
0: We got 40. Even though the field's whittled down, we'll have highlights from no less than 40. Twitter, Facebook, Instagram, and YouTube channel, as well as our website, statechampsnetwork.com. What else we'll have? We're going to have some storylines. We're going to talk about uh, four lost teams coming into uh, this week. Five of 16 in D1, 18 total. If you don't count, 6-3, and three, Beecher and Lake Linden-Hubble still made up a good share of the playoff field. So how many of the record 54 at? large entries made it to the regional final six will play tomorrow we'll talk about it and also going into the week we had five anvil candidates left we had seven mr football contestants left we'll talk about who survived tonight and we'll recognize the best comments uh, of the week on our live chat alan true has another recruit report and the latest MHSAAB, the referee is coming up as well but right now it is time for us to get to the scores maestro give me the music you drop the beat. That's football if you talk it. <laughs> All right, in Division One, and that's where we'll start. We had 6-4, and four, Grand Haven taking on 7-3, and three, Hudsonville. Hudsonville wins that one, big 35-7. We talked about Brighton. Brighton now 9-2 on the year. They beat East Kentwood 48-26. West Bloomfield, Blanks, Plymouth, 35-zip. They are 10-1. They're and cruising they're since, on since a, that
2: overtime uh, comeback victory over Lake Orion. Man, they, they are dialed in.
0: They sure are, and they are on a destiny's. Date with Belleville <laughs> clash is, of the Titans it, for, it, it, no, round no, round
2: two in the regionals. Yes. Uh, last year was round one.
0: Yes, it's going to be amazing. Belleville beats up on a unbeaten Woodhaven team, sixty-seven to fourteen. It was fourteen nothing Woodhaven, and then I believe. Belleville then run off, ran off 67 straight. So, uh, wow. Uh, Davison beats Lapeer. Big win for Mr. Football candidate Brendan Sullivan and Davison. They have been playing lights out the last few weeks. They have 10 wins. They win 42-21. that De La
2: Salle game was probably the best thing that ever happened to them. Maybe. A real wake-up
0: call. And- it was interesting. When I was on the sideline for that, and even as the game was winding down and clearly they were going to lose, you could hear the guys saying, this is going to be our only L. This is going to be our only L. Seriously, they were saying that. I'd so, uh, love to hear that. That's, yeah, you do. You do. That's, you do. Of, that's inspiring yes. if, you're, if you're on the team. Utica Eisenhower beats Lake Orion tonight 27-20. to 20. Didn't Who, see that coming. Who would have called it? I wouldn't have. Both teams were not in one coming digging, in. Biggie, cold-blooded customer in the pocket for Ike. Mac Red, really unpredictable. Good game between Macomb, Dakota, and Sterling Heights-Stevenson. And Coach Newcomb was saying it last week. Nobody expected us to be here. They were stoked that they got Dakota on the schedule because Dakota beat Chip Valley. Sterling Heights-Stevenson wins 38-35. Sounds like a classic.
2: I I mean, they got that one blue chipper on the line, Giovanni. And then they got a bunch of just kind of kids that, you know, are going to pick up the lunch pail and go to work every day. And, you know... Nobody told them before the playoffs that, that, they,
0: that, there, that there was no run in front of them, and they're making a run. They had to beat Warren Mott in the last minute. They got a field goal of the regular season to get into the playoffs at five and four. They beat Mott last week. They take care of Dakota. Good on them. You can't stop Giovanni on the line, right? I mean, and he's yeah, a right. force of nature. He's an he's an anvil candidate, and we've got Detroit Castech, my sleeper, rolling. my sleeper. It was your sleeper, 46-28. They beat Forts, and I wouldn't have called that. But uh, good on Castech the way they're playing. in division Cass one Tech would be a sleeper. Division one is wide, yeah. wide open. Division two now. Midland, Dow, and Muskega, Mona Shores got together. Mona Shores taking care of business, Kaden,
2: 35-12. Caden Broersmo was on that list of my top five most underrated quarterbacks in the state. Best in the West.
0: No doubt. Portage Northern over Grand Rapids, a, and so Let me Central. just say,
2: as a drop back passer, Cam Martinez is obviously the best yeah. overall playmaker at quarterback in the, on the West side.
0: State. Right, right, right. Uh, th- yeah, and you like trainer too.
2: Trainer's on the west side of
0: the state. Oh, I see what you're saying. On the west side, yes. Thirty-one to six, the final. Portage Northern wins that one. Wald Lake Western. Speaking of Trainer, 21 winners. Six
2: Touchdown passes tonight. He's making a very strong argument that he needs to be in that consideration, along with Cam Martinez for the front runner, yeah. uh, Mr. Football.
0: He's only play. We just missed- got to get to the final four first. Yeah, well, I'm you saying, know what trainer, I'm saying.
2: Trainer only played, I think. Six or seven regular season games, still had almost 3,000 yards, 28 or 29 touchdown passes. Six tonight, threw for 430. He is a beast. Yeah, and how did Yassine do tonight? I didn't see him. I'm guessing if Trainer had six touchdowns, <laughs> uh, several uh,
0: <laughs> Yassine had at least two or three. All right. Detroit, uh, they have... He does not have the right score on this. He says that UD Jesuits yeah, and Farmington 11-11. Had a 11-11 tie. Whoa, that's un- that's untrue. They let like go in the playoffs. Yeah, yeah, exactly. They just said both advance. No, I will look it up right here. 11 to 10, UD. 11 to 10, UD Jesuits. Thank you, Kevin Trzyski on the Wheels of Steel. Uh, UD Jesuit beats Farmington. I would not have called that one coming into this one. The Cubs getting it done. The Catholic League Central showing that uh, they got a couple, you know, playmakers
2: though. Uh, Hinton and yeah. Mossy, and you know that you can't overlook uh, when you when you got the college level talent, even if you're not playing in the Central anymore. I mean, UDJ is still a team. You got a a, a, a a power to be reckoned
0: with. Yeah, Matt Mowry in the house, y'all. Just so you know, we were going to talk about the Brighton game in just a bit. Let's get okay. through the rest of the scores, uh, uh, and feel free to chime in whenever you like. Detroit King. Taking care of business over Livonia Franklin, forty-nine to fifteen. The final in that one.
2: Jake Helbert, uh just a great career at quarterback for, for uh, Franklin, and um, you know I think whoever grabs him at the Division two level or Division three level will be getting a real uh, star in the making because he might not be a uh, you know a quarterback that's going to play Power Five football or or even Mac football, but he's he's a winner. He is a gunner and a kid that is a a gritty competitor. I know that he'll be really good at the next level. As a sophomore, he, he took his team to Ford Field.
0: I'm guessing Rashawn Williams had a good game. We'll find out. Uh, Birmingham, Home, the game you were at. We talked about it already. All over grows, 42-7. to And it was St. Clair Shores, Lakeview, and Port Huron getting together. Port Huron wins. They will take on Home next, 36-29. So a good game in that one. In Division Three now, East Grand Rapids ends Byron Center's season. So heck of a season for Byron Center. Undefeated going into this one. But, boy, it really seems like the Pioneers are... They played a solid schedule. Always. They're you know, always, always you know, yeah. and now's winning time. They're 8-3 and three on the year. They win this one, 41 They're making
2: boss moves.
0: Yeah, no doubt about it. Eds Edwardsburg in Zeeland West. So this was a couple powers getting together here, and uh, 16-2 to the final in that one. Well, you had had an
3: idea that that would be a close to the vest, lots of running in that game. Oh, yeah. And, uh, both of them wing playing. tees yeah, all yep. over the place. Shove it down your throat. Yep. Yes,
0: in fact, in fact, uh, uh, Tim Beckler was salivating when we were doing. They say, "Oh my gosh, I love this matchup. This
3: is a line coach's dream." Yes, <laughs> yes,
0: yes. So uh, good on the Eddies. They advance. Uh, we're, we're that showdown with Muskegon is coming at some it's point. Uh, St. John's Dewitt got together forty to seven. Dewitt. Over St. John's, so they're 9 and 2 on the year. we had a couple of Another stumbles, that's and that's, that's yeah, they replaced
3: schedule. a lot from last year's team that made a deep run into the playoffs. Maybe had them ranked a little high early on. We did. But you knew it was going to be a good team, and now you're kind of seeing that Dwe team, yeah, come together.
0: Absolutely. Chelsea and Coldwater. 28-21 Chelsea gets it done. They are still undefeated. And we Bulldogs. haven't even talked about them that much this season. Uh and this is a team that how f- w- w- last year they were in the state finals. finals. Yes. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Yes. Uh so we got to talk about the Bulldogs good for them. Let's go down river and talk about my man nasty Nico. Talk Nico about Tiberian. it. Talk about him. 42 to 26 Allen Park the Jags. Looking like Allen Park Se- from, like, second straight
2: Second straight district title.
0: Yeah, absolutely. They went 42-26. Good win for them over the Pirates. Good season for Riverview, but it ends tonight in Allen Park. River Rouge takes care of Redford Thurston. Not a surprise. Uh, I saw Thurston play uh, a few weeks back uh, when they had their uh, annual melee um, with uh, Redford Union, and uh, they got some good athletes on that Thurston team. They don't have as many good athletes as River Rouge. A lot of has wow, fa- a lot of
2: wow factors on that Panthers. Uh, a lot of wow factor on that Panthers roster.
0: Yeah, it's really going to see how the leadership of the quarterback takes them farther into the playoffs. Uh, but again, when you get to weather games like we had today, where it just gets so cold, you want to run the ball more than you can. River Rouge just got the linemen that can open up holes, and they've got athletes that can run through them. Thirty-eight-eight, the final. Let's go. To division four grand rapids catholic central continues to win a team that beat river rouge in week one of the season yep. they take care of a nine and one sparta team 33 to 7 grand rapids south christian and hudsonville unity christian get together you shouldn't be surprised that hudsonville unity christian is going on another run here people they beat south christian 45 to 13 emphatic statement they're eight and three on the year and they had a heck of a run last year Paw and marshall got together Fourteen to six, Pawpaw, The winners in that one.
3: Their only losses to Edwardsburg in the uh, regular season. Conference mates with Edwardsburg, and they uh, were unbeaten. Other
0: than that, all right. Uh, Flint Powers and F- where's those, that music there, trezinski I love it's, that. It's oh, it's low enough. Okay, here we go. <laughs> Uh, I love that. It just kind of gives a little drive here. Uh, Flint Powers over Fowlerville, 13-12 to 12 in this one. Dustin so, Fletcher? Yeah, and again, I talked down Powers well, a little bit.
2: I'm sorry, that's Carmen Ainsworth. Powers, yeah. Yeah. I apologize.
0: Yeah. It's okay. I talked oh. down Powers a little bit, you know, kind of like as we got, especially after the two tough losses they had. And uh, but I liked them earlier, and then I kind of discounted them, and now I like them again. So uh, again, I know they're not paying any attention to what I say, but that's a good win. Uh, uh, squeaked it out, uh, but that's what you got to do in the playoffs. They win 13-12. Pontiac Notre Dame Prep Man. and Ortonville Brandon a shootout at the OK Corral.
2: Almost a hundred points in that game.
0: Fifty four to forty. Pat. Fox and his Notre Dame threat.
2: I talked to Pat before the season, and he said, Don't forget about us, Bernie. He said, We have a squad. We got some horses. We got some kids that, that love to mix it up. Um, obviously, Nalen Fox, the Purdue commit on the line. But Jacob Benson... Uh, Is the quarterback, and uh, you know he's a guy that's a fearless fearless field general. That's uh, you know at the controls of that offense, and and you score fifty four points in the district final, you're primed for a run.
0: Milan still undefeated on the year. They beat Romulus Summit Academy North fifty six to twenty two. They will take on country day who holds off harper woods the game i was at we talked about that so two unbeatens going to get together for regional hardware next week in division five it was freeland over ogama heights two eight and two teams get together 22 21 couldn't be any closer uh freeland at home escape with a win Kalamazoo Hackett Catholic Beats Hopkins 36-20 Hopkins 9-1 coming in mm-hmm. Kalamazoo Catholic with uh, several Losses on the season needed Had that 5-4 and four record to get in Here they are now in the regionals Lansing Catholic and Portland Lansing Catholic a team with Plenty of playoff pedigree. Uh, I'm sure, guys, you know, show up in the playoffs and they line up, and you know, you have the uh, the past stars uh, there on the sidelines. telling them, hey, you need to represent. They are. They beat Portland. I would not have called this one. Twenty-one nothing.
3: Rematch of the regular season when Portland won, and Portland was unbeaten until week nine, I believe, and then. Have had a couple of losses in the last three weeks, but uh, uh, Lansing Catholic. Uh, I mean, obviously, that's a coaching staff that I know pretty well with uh, Jim Ahern and, and, and that crew. Yeah. But he's been he, a while. He's been around a while, he's right? He's been around <laughs>
1: quite, quite
0: a yeah. few years. Yep. I mean, he ain't no spring chicken, right? And, and again, it's all about how you're playing at the end. Really, doesn't matter how you're playing uh, the first uh, six, seven games of the year. Saginaw-Swan Valley ends Frankenmuth's season. Frankenmuth only had one loss coming in, 21-7. And again, Saginaw-Swan Valley, another team that is used to being in the playoffs and that is used to playing this time of year. And and...
3: In multiple sports because they made a run to the uh, baseball finals two years ago, I think, and that's a lot of uh, a lot of multi-sport athletes that play both of those sports that you're seeing those names crop up time and again between those two squads.
0: I just think of Alex Grace, you know, was such an unbelievable oh, wow. he, he player for a, them. He was a monster. He was. He was just all everything. Stat machine. All right. Almont and, and Marine, Almont and Marine, Battle of Undefeated. Yes, this was, and this is our main event for state champs this week. We picked a good one, and it is the Raiders who take care of the Mariners, twenty-two to twenty. Almont moving on. I believe they're our
3: last remaining rival squad okay. that we covered this year. Got it. That's still alive in the playoffs. But uh, good on good on the Raiders.
0: Good on them. So you'll be able to see complete highlights not only uh, Sunday at nine a.m. on Fox Sports Detroit. You're going to be able to. See See it this weekend. Later tonight, we'll have that uh, posted on State Champs Twitter, on Instagram, on Facebook, uh, whatever social platform you choose. Maybe you want to watch it on YouTube or our website. It'll be there. Check it out. Whitmore Lake and Dearborn Heights. Robichaud got together. Robichaud wins this one 40-30. They have a sophomore quarterback that everyone needs yep. to know about. He made my top five most underrated quarterbacks
2: in the state. David Williams. Very dynamic uh, kind of a hurricane of hustle and flow, typhoon of terror. A guy that is very quietly making a name for himself in the quarterback crop in Michigan. And I, next year, the year after, he's going to be making a play for for you know best quarterback in Metro Detroit because he's the type of guy that can do it. Uh, he's a dual threat, and he's he's got a really uh, uh, he's a heady player. He started as a freshman last year, put up a lot of numbers as a freshman, and just getting the job done as a sophomore this season, and you
0: know quietly making a name for himself. So are the Tars. Detroit Dempy moving on. 38 nothing win over Clausen. So. You see
2: what, what the, the addition of Trell Tompkins has done for that program. I mean, he's by far probably, I mean, he could be the most impactful player in the whole PSL. I mean, for what he's done on both sides of the ball as, a, as a creating chaos and being disruptive uh, on the line, rushing the quarterback, and then as a tight end. Uh, He is a guy that has just been electrifying, coming over from Detroit Delta. Uh, He's going to Toledo. Uh, This is the definition of value in terms of a recruit. I mean, this guy is a Big Ten caliber talent that's going to the
0: MAC. Sweet. Division 6 now. Maple City, Glen Lake beats Harrison 38-30. Ravenna needs overtime, and they lose to Montague 20-13. So Montague, another team with uh, a great playoff history. Hemlock and Sanford Meridian got together. Sanford Meridian wins 35-21 in this one on the road so they're 8-3.
3: Deep runs in the playoffs are not uh, something you, you've had them in other sports at Meridian with, uh, right. with softball and, and baseball yes. but uh, football that's not been a, a traditional and Jack Pine was a little different this year because Beaverton we're going to get to in a minute made a deep run and they were un- unbeaten until today and, and Sanford Meridian's still alive uh, so it's, it's kind of a different era in the Jack Pine this, these days.
0: We had several unbeaten's go down tonight, and not just in 10-0 v 10-0 matches. So uh, Hillsdale able to take out Constantine; they remain undefeated, being Hillsdale 20 to 14. Onstead beats Grass Lake on the road, 35 to 21. They are nine two on the season. Monroe St. Mary Catholic Central. Not sure if they're still running the tight T and the wing T. They used to mm-hmm. uh, hide the football, and it was one of the hardest things to shoot if you're a cameraman. But they win overworn Michigan Collegiate, one of those charter schools that always seems to be there, and they win 44 to 14. In Division 7, Powamo Westphalia, I think I had them in the finals. I P-dub. think I did. Yes, yep. they they're still undefeated. They beat Kent City forty-one to nothing. Still almost
3: the, practically unscored upon this season. They're this quite well versed yeah. on uh,
2: postseason success and yeah. and getting the job done when the uh, Friday night, Friday night lights
0: come on. That's and right, Jared Smith.
2: Just ex- mm-hmm. you just expect it from
0: them. It's no, it's just, uh, absolutely, New Lothrop and Beaverton. Two 10-0 teams going together, and it wasn't even close. New Lothrop again a powerhouse. They win 42-7.
3: Which sets up the matchup next week in the regionals with the Piwamo uh, Westville.
0: Look forward to that one. Schoolcraft beats Lawton 47 10. Jackson Lumen Christie continues their undefeated run. They beat Riverview, Gabriel Rochard 42 14. Team Brogan. That's right. Another team that uh is gonna just gonna beat you. Uh and they've they, got be balling and, they, out. and they've got uh, an anvil candidate on that squad. Cass. That's right. We'll talk about them later. Cass City and Elkton, Pigeon Bay, Port Laker. Cass City wins 28 2.
2: The second score I've seen
0: with only two points. I know. It is strange. Division 8 now. Uh, Beale City over Johannesburg, Lewiston, 33 20. Saginaw Nouvelle beats Breckenridge, 46 28. Fowler over Beecher, 21 20. So of one point games today a lot of them. Yeah. Reading and Cassopolis. Reading moves on. They're 10 1. Metropolis
2: was undefeated going into game.
0: Yes, they were. Adrian Lenaway, Christian over Sand Creek, 41-14. In eight-player Division One. Gaylord St. Mary Falls to Sutton's Bay, 36-30. Kingston over Mile, 50-48. Morris over Deckersville, 50-24. In Division 2 eight-player Hillman over Cedarville, 48-44. And Climax, Scotts beats Onekama, Tom, Mar- Tom Markowski's hometown, 34-22. to Adopted home.
3: Sutton's Bay... Gaylord St. Mary was interesting because that was the Sutton's Bay. Uh, their only loss prior to Gaylord St. Mary having to forfeit those five wins was two St. Mary's, and so they went from being a one loss team to being an unbeaten team. But if if I recall correctly, Gaylord St. Mary won the first one pretty handily, so interesting the rematch goes the other way.
0: All right, we're going to talk about some Saturday games uh, for tomorrow I'll just kind of get a quick preview. That's going to come up in our next block. We want to thank our sponsors. Without it, uh, we wouldn't be able to do this. Lawrence Technological University, you can recruit yourself for one of 24 sports offered here at LTU. Go to ltuathletics.com. Blue Devils host Ann Arbor's Concordia University tomorrow in the final home game of the year at Blue Devil Stadium. Kickoff is at 1 p.m. I'll be doing the public address announcing tomorrow. Some special stuff is planned. Do yourself a favor. Come check it out. Tickets are cheap, and I kid you not when I tell you between both teams, there will be no less than 80 players from the state of Michigan – on the field. And that is great. Getting an opportunity to live the dream and play college football. Blue Blue Devil Stadium sits at the corner of Northwestern Highway and 10 Mile and Southfield. Hungry Howie is also a proud partner of State Champs. Famous for flavors. Go get a pie tonight just like we will at the end of the show. The Michigan High School Athletic Association. We have a banner link at statechampsnetwork.com that will take you directly to the MHSA score page. That's where you go for scores. As a subscriber, they're tons of live football games are streaming all kinds of playoff games as many as 30 6 bucks a month or something like that to subscribe good value also, applications being accepted now for the DAC Male and Female Athlete of the Year Awards. Requirements are that you are a first-team All-Stater or projected to be one this school year in a future sport. At least a 3.0 GPA and you demonstrate some school leadership, have done some volunteerism. Go to DACathleteoftheyear.com. Last year's winners were Detroit Edison girls basketball phenom Rakia Jackson and Madison Heights Bishop Foley's Kendall Taylor, who was a wrestling state champ. Running back, actually at the Naval Academy now, playing this football and
2: rushing the regular season last year.
0: There you go. Time for a break. But first, it's time for you to be the referee, brought to you by the MHSAA.
2: Welcome to Be the Referee with veteran MHSAA official Sam Davis. There's an old saying in football officiating that the most important line on the field is the goal line. This is certainly true when it comes to touchdowns, as the high school rule is just like that at the college and pro level where all the ball has to do is break the plane for a score. One unique part of the goal line under high school rules deals with kicks. Whenever a kickoff or a punt breaks the plane of the goal line, it becomes a dead ball with an automatic touchback. Now, whenever the defense gets possession of the ball in the end zone, it can return a fumble or interception out of the end zone for advancement, except if it's on an extra point or any time in overtime. Thanks, Sam. You can be a referee. Go online now to mhsaa.com to register. Be the Referee is a production of the MHSAA Network.
1: I admit it. I love working with money, negotiating, and making big decisions. That's why I'm majoring in finance and economics at Lawrence Tech. What's truly amazing about the education here is the small class sizes, that give me easy access to my professors who truly care about my future. They even helped me get a great internship. And I was able to fulfill my lifelong dream of playing college golf. Lawrence Tech, where Blue Devils dare.
0: The greatest honor a high school senior student-athlete can earn? Detroit Athletic Club's Athlete of the Year. You're one of the tops in your sport. Prioritize education and give them back, like Cassius Winston, Megan Bobian, Rakia Jackson, and Aiden Hutchinson did. Six male, six female nominees earn $1,000 in scholarship money, with $5,000 each to be awarded at a red carpet gala in downtown Detroit. Nominations accepted now. Download the application, DACAthleteOfTheYear.com. You ready, Darius? Let's do it.
3: Anybody want to an
1: autograph? Autograph? We're here for the stuffed crust pizza.
3: Stuffed crust pizza? Hey,
1: who do you think you are? In in the line, pal.
0: Treat yourself to the world's first stuffed-flavored crust pizza, and now for just six ninety-nine, try our new stuffed howie bread. Hungry? Howie.
1: This is Alan True from 24-7 Sports with this week's State Champs Recruit Report brought to you by My Student MyStudentAid. Detroit Cass Tech junior offensive lineman Terrence Enos took a visit to Purdue last Saturday and came away with a scholarship offer from the Boilermakers. That now makes 18 total for Enos who has other offers from LSU and several more schools. Purdue has done well in the state of Michigan the last couple years, including at Cass Tech, where they picked up Jalen Graham last year. Graham is now starting at free safety for the Boilers as a true freshman. And that was something Enos noted on his unofficial visit to West Lafayette. Another young prospect from the state who added an offer is Traverse City Central's Joshua Burnham. Only a sophomore, the 6'3", 200-pound Burnham was off a scholarship by Western Michigan. That is the first offer of the process, but we're not expecting it to be his last as he's hearing from several other schools, including Michigan and Michigan State, who both of whom he camped with in the summer. Finally, we're going to go to the junior college ranks and check back in on a state of Michigan alum. That's quarterback David McCollum who prepped at Waterford Mott, but had to go out to Pierce College in Los Angeles for his junior college year. So he's going to return to the state of Michigan now as he made a verbal commitment to Tony Anise and the Ferris State Bulldogs. An athletic quarterback with a great arm, he certainly fits Anise's style of offense and is going to head to Big Rapids next year to play quarterback for the Bulldogs. For this week's State Champs Recruit Report, I'm Alan True.
0: The recruit report is brought to you by My Student Aid, Michigan's go-to resource for student financial aid. Go to michigan.gov/miStudentAid for more information. Hey, everybody! Welcome back inside the State Champs video podcast room. This is where we gather and we talk high school football every Friday night, and we do it live. So. Anything can happen, as if you were paying attention. the beginning of the show, we had a few technical difficulties, but it happens. Here we are. We're back. We've already gone through all the scores. Uh, I have not been monitoring the comments on our YouTube or Facebook channel, but... We have David Bodine in the other room, and he is doing that, so I'm sure he's responding to you guys. And uh, hopefully you, you guys are fired up. We're going to do comments of the week later, so we'll see what you guys had to say about uh, tonight's games. Uh, pretty exciting stuff. What I want to do here is we want to talk quickly. I'm going to read all the games that are taking place tomorrow because we have several district championship matchups happening tomorrow. And then we'll just get a quick uh, few comments uh, from the guys. So let's get into tomorrow. Division two, Livonia Churchill, 6-4, and will take on back. Battle Creek, Lakeview, they are undefeated. That's a 1 o'clock start. In Division Three. Cedar Springs, 9-1 against unbeaten Muskegon. Also a 1. These are all 1s unless I uh, state otherwise moving forward. Flint Kearsley, who beat Brother Rice last week at Orchard Lake St. Mary's. Orchard Lake St. Mary's with just one defeat on the year. Division Four, Sault Ste. Marie hosting Cadillac. Division 5, Muskegon oakridge Oh, by the way, that Sault Ste. Marie game's a 2 o'clock start. So, uh, Division 5, Muskegon Oak Ridge, undefeated at Kingsley, undefeated. That should be an interesting battle. Division 6, Menominee at Calumet, Millington versus Montrose. In Division 7, Charlevoix is at Iron Mountain, McBain at Traverse City, St. Francis. And Madison Heights, Madison will take on Detroit Loyola. The Charlevoix game is a noon start. In Division 8, Lake Linden-Hubble will be at Ishpeming. Ugly will be at Harbor Beach. That's a night game tomorrow night. So undefeated Harbor Beach will be hosting a night game against Ugly. The weather is going to be ugly. Yes. So I do not want to be on the sidelines for that one. Britton Deerfield will be at Royal Oak Shrine tomorrow. Shrine, 8-2 on the year. In 8-player quickly. Uh, Martin will be at um, Colon. Right, I was bro yes. I was I feel like colon saying it. Wrong. I apologize. Martin at Colonel both teams undefeated. It's going to be great. And also in Division Two Eight, player Pickford at Powers North Central. Powers North Central uh, rolling. They are undefeated. And Kindy North Huron at Portland St Patrick. Portland St Patrick also unbeaten. Has, the Powers game will be at two thirty.
2: Has St Pat's always played
3: 8 eight? No, it players? Three,
2: four more recent
0: years. Yeah, okay. I believe. All right, we've got Scott Bernstein and Matt Mowry here. I'm Lauren Plant and uh quickly some uh quick thoughts on tomorrow's games that uh, you guys may have.
2: I mean, I expect Orchard St. Mary's to take care of Kearsley, but I'm interested to see how Kearsley's quarterback uh I believe his name is Braylon Silva, mm-hmm. who mm-hmm. is a real dynamo uh dual threat, a guy that is kind of like a Jedi Knight in the in the uh pocket. And now you see him, now you don't type. Um, so I'm interested to see how the St. Mary's defense uh, counteracts Silva. Then um, I'll be at the Madison Heights Madison uh, Loyola game. Madison had to have a, a kind of a rally at the end of the year to, to make it to the playoffs after the that great kind of two year stretch where they I don't think they lost a regular season game. Got to the Ford Field last year. Uh, under Austin Brown and now his brother Baby Brown, Dylan Brown has taken over at quarterback. So I'm interested. I haven't seen him. I haven't seen Dylan Brown play, so I'm eager to see him play next uh, uh, on Saturday.
0: The Muskegon games at Grand Haven, Haven yes. yeah, which is interesting. Uh, and Cedar Springs is a nine and one team coming in. Do they have? They might any as well be. I know. They beat Saginaw-Swan Valley. I mean, they took care of Lowell this year, put 44 on no them. Pleasant. They, they Not Pleasant. No. They could be 20-0 right handled now. Handle them, handled them. Handled them, yeah. Uh, they could be
3: 20-0 right now, and I would yes. still
2: expect Muskegon to well, win by three or four touchdowns. It's a
0: Cedar
3: Springs team that over the last couple of years has been really predicated on defense. That's been kind of their calling card. Yeah. And it'll be interesting to see. I mean, obviously, that's a huge challenge when you're facing Cam Martinez to see, you know, especially what he did in the first and half last week. Yeah, and that line, and to see what, what they'll be able to cook up defensively to kind of limit him. Because you know you're not going to completely take him out of the game, but to kind of limit him. The one I kind of got my eye on is the Muskegon-Oakridge against Kingsley. This is Tim Moore's second year back at Kingsley after five years, six years maybe, at T.C. West, where he he had success. Uh, but he kind of went home, back to uh, Kingsley, and that was a program he had rolling when he was there the first time. And in, in very short order, he's got them kind of back on that level again. And yeah, they're host, host, they get to yeah. host. and that's that's a, that, that's a matchup of two really good teams. There um,
0: were so many Muskegon area teams going into our the playoffs, yep. there were a lot yep. of good ones. A lot of them fell last week, so mm-hmm. it was surprising. A lot you know, of good football in Muskegon. Absolutely, but Oak Ridge's still alive.
2: I like Royal Oak Shrine this year, uh, they got some savage beast playmakers uh, in the sophomore class uh Jacob Sanders just a jack of all trades um a kid that you know kind of it, 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 you know it's like he like lights up a, a a pinball machine when he's in there uh on offense he's just he's little but he is slippery and speedy and has a nose for for hitting that hole um, and can be very electrifying. And then they got a sophomore quarterback, Connor Benson. Not to mention their senior Anthony Masucci, who's who's the savvy vet there. Um, you know, Coach O has done a great job um, getting that program back to the point where they're really con- uh, competing for for long playoff runs and and possible chances to go to Ford Field with uh, uh, the Prep Bowl. And you know, I think that this could be a year that uh, Shrine, uh, you know, could yeah. be. Knocking on the door at Ford Field, uh, Turkey Time.
0: Yeah, we'll see if the Knights can uh, get it done. I mean, it's a winnable. They're
2: they're playing Deerfield. I mean, they're 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 favored. They're at home. They got the better record, so uh, I expect to be seeing uh, uh, the Knights in in the regionals.
0: Cool. Let's move on to storylines, gentlemen. And uh, we had a record fifty-four which is kind of funny, five and four teams right. going into the playoffs this year. Uh, and uh, s- Yes, absolutely. And uh, we knew that it was going to kind of, you know, it, it shook things up uh, right away, right off the bat, not only how divisions laid out, but also uh, some of the upsets that we saw. Last week, how many made it into the regional finals? Now, there'll be six that are playing tomorrow. Mm-hmm. Uh, but uh, what kind of success as uh, we kind of skim over what's been going on that uh, some of the five and four teams that are still going? you
3: still well, got Castek. You've still got, got Heights stevenson yeah. um, East Kentwood went down. Uh, Grand Haven. Marshall lost today uh Kalamazoo Hackett's one that's that's still rolling and obviously they had to replace uh the uh, star quarterback from last year that had all kinds of passing records but you, you you that's a good program that uh just needed to kind of find its footing uh harper woods lost today um, south Harrison. christian
0: lost yeah. we saw that yeah
3: nouvelle one that's another team that kind of plays in a in a division with uh, some bigger schools and and so they they get some losses but uh Beat up a Breckenridge team that was in the D8 finals last year and uh, was was kind of rolling at the end of the season.
0: Uh, yeah, Beecher almost won, but they lost. Heck, man, Harper Woods were five was five and four coming into this week, right. which was uh, but, which was interesting.
2: But I, I mean, if we're, we're talking about five and four teams that really have a legit chance to be taking a uh, a bow, yeah. taking yes. a bow at Ford
3: Field. Yes. Right. I mean, I would say Cass is probably the only one. Yeah. yeah. Right. Well, and so, sometimes, we, and this is all, I'll, I'll go back on my baseball uh, covering days, a lot of times you have the same phenomenon in w- teams that get into the wild card, they have to start their playoffs early, and they're kind of playing on that live or die, you know, moment, and, and they kind of have that momentum, whereas teams that lock up a, a playoff berth early kind of gear down a little bit, and, and not saying that you do and that. And it's hard it, sometimes it, to, to get it, it ramped back up. Back up. Yeah, and yeah, so, yeah. so sometimes they're playing on that playoff high, you know, maybe their playoffs Started in week seven when they had to, their backs were against the wall, and so they come in with more more momentum sometimes. So, you, and you kind of see that can carry you maybe for a round. And or you but I usually mean, that Peters we have up a
2: protection up a bit. unit though that's anchored by guys like Enos and Anderson.
0: No, no, no I'm yeah. not. I'm not talking
3: about just cast,
2: but right. I mean just yeah, yeah. in Let's, general the five yeah. and four. Let's
0: take Kalamazoo Hackett prep let's take them so they were and 3 to start the season mm-hmm. you know what i'm saying they get into the to the playoffs at 5 and 4 they end up now have 1 2 3 4 five. they've won 7 of their last 8 Right. And uh, and again, every seemed like against Schoolcraft, then Berrien Springs, then Hopkins, and then you know tonight, you know the last couple of weeks, you know everything was playoffs. It seemed like for their last seven because they had lost to Constantine, which really hurt them in week eight, mm-hmm. and so they had to beat Schoolcraft again, and They did. They just got past Berrien Springs, but that gives them the momentum. They put thirty playoff
3: team playoff team and playoff then they team. and they put
0: thirty six on Hopkins tonight, right? And and get it done. Now they have to face a good Lansing Catholic team next. Um, but that just shows you one of the Things that uh, will, can happen, but I think you're right. Uh, I would say right now, and I would. There is no way I would have said Cass Tech was going to have a chance to uh, be a, ser- a serious like four, player we- four in weeks. Division four one.
2: weeks ago, I would have laughed at you.
0: I like, know. Five weeks ago, and, and uh, they're the ones that are laughing now. now Kobe and, and Kalen
2: King are playmakers.
0: They, they, they are not in the West Bloomfield, Belleville side of the bracket, no. so they do not have to play that, either one of those teams until Ford Field. And um, obviously, you've
2: got a master tactician in, in Thomas Wiltshire there, so you, you're going to win the coaching battle a lot of the times when you've you know, you got a, a mind like that. I'd
0: have to say they're the favorite to get to Ford Field now.
2: From their, side of, the, from their, their side, side of the bracket. Now,
0: Granted, I'm counting out Davison, even though I think that uh, they're going to play them. Um, I, I don't know. I mean they put up 46 on on Fordson tonight. I mean that's a that's impressive. Sebastian Brown um, that
2: quarterback, you know, a guy that uh had to kind of wait in the wings and uh took took the uh took the reins this year and I think there was a learning curve there. Yeah. And it looks like, you know, the offense has kind of found it, found its footing. Yeah. And uh, you know, that they they can be really dangerous uh, heading uh towards uh Thanksgiving.
0: Well, the interesting thing is It's good that their offense is so explosive now because I think there are going to be some shootouts here. Uh, No matter who they end up playing, Davison's going to put up points. Uh, because Cas Tech does not have the defense say like Adela Sal did, and you know that West Bloomfield or Belleville, if they get there, heck, even Brighton, if they escape out of that and beat one of those teams that uh, ends up winning to get to uh, Ford Field, they're going to put up points. Matt, how did Selena? Yes. Uh, yeah, look let's for talk, Brighton? Oh, And I do want to talk about the Brighton game uh, since that's what we came for. Uh, Brighton won uh, over East Kentwood uh, and were up big, right? How did
2: the Lone Star
3: um, Linchpin look?
0: 4826 the final I don't know who that is <laughs> Oh Ruben
3: Salinas from Texas coming <laughs> okay. over here Honestly, quite quite honestly, I know that you know that passing combination be, uh, with uh, Newberg with him and Newberg was was part of the reason that I went because I kind of wanted to see them you know hook up. It, it's a it's a whole new passing combination from what they had last year because obviously Will Johnson went on to Indiana um, was the quarterback at Brighton and so I kind of wanted and to Salinas see was, yeah and so different was in state practice, last right year. and so I kind of wanted to see it and Salinas wasn't really a big factor in the game primarily because what they were wanting to do was keep it on the ground because. As you mentioned, when it gets that cold, you really don't want to have to rely on your passing game. And there were such gaping holes that they had to run through for, for Newberg, especially. I mean, they were they were running a lot of RPOs, a lot of options. You know, where he pulled the ball back from the running back, a lot of jet option. You know, sweeps and and there were gaping holes for him. I mean, he ran. He had at least three runs of over thirty-five yards. What was his stat line? He ended yeah. up with five touchdowns. So yeah, it's and in. When you talk about a school that's got a hierarchy or, or you know, a pantheon of, of good quarterbacks, Brighton is certainly up there with everyone else, yeah. you know, with Drew Henson and Colin Finnerty and even, oh, yeah. even John's, you know, last year. So when you yeah. you can have a playoff game where you put yourself in that kind of that conversation with those guys. It's the first uh, first district title for Brighton since 2005 as yeah. – as, uh, Coach Lemon said after the game, it's been a while since they put some wood in that hardware case. (laughs) Yeah. And yeah, And
0: now they've got Hudsonville. Yeah, and it's
3: I think game. that's a winnable game. I, I mean, Hudsonville's obviously not a pushover. That's a, that's another team that kind of bounced in and out of our top twenty-five this year. Plays that was, a good schedule. Yes, yeah, absolutely. And and it, it's it's a game they can win. It, it, I think I think the scariest part about that offense is, like I said, with, with Brighton, I kind of wanted to see the passing combination. And other than the fact that they passed a little bit to move the chains and get some, it was some shor- shorter passing. They really didn't have to open up that part of it. It seems and, and like the. Offensive coordinator is, is Brent Luplo, who's Kelly Luplo, uh, the Claire, Hall of Fame coach's son, played at Alma College and, and he, he kind of had the the perfect play call mix and they didn't have to go to the pass, but when you have to, it's still there and that's a very potent passing offense too. So it's a it's a multidimensional offense. I mean part of it part of what they're gonna have to clean up is obviously when they when they get stretched out the lead a little bit, they could not really until the very, very end of the game make East Kentwood go away because these Kentwood could move the ball through the air and they continue to just kind of hang around and hang yeah, around. They put him. up twenty eight points. Yeah, so and, yeah, and it was it was one where it took a couple of late scores and, and there was one where I even in talking to Coach Lemons after the game, I was like, you probably wanted to run some more clock there, but you had such big gains and all of a sudden you're on the doorstep. Well, you might as well just punch it in. Well, I just gave the ball right back to East Kentwood again pretty quickly and I think it ended up running a minute off the clock and it was one where we kept looking at the scoreboard going is this not under 10 minutes yet? I mean, right. it was one of those games that just kind of stretched because there were so many sc- I, you know, so
2: many scores. I finally watched some tape on Newburgh in the last couple days. I got some uh, we were talking earlier in the broadcast. I got some grief from some uh, you, you Brighton did, Bulldog did, fans I'm yep. not mentioning him as my most underrated quarterbacks. And you know what? I, I, I was really impressed. He checks a lot of the boxes that you like for for a, a savvy signal caller back there. Um, he triggers that offense and, and really has command in the huddle, uh, command in the pocket. And, uh, you know, he definitely deserves to be dis- spoken about when you're talking about the most kind of under-the-radar, uh, fierce field generals that that can lead a team and, you know, He's shown it this year. Well, and, and, and it's only his difference. first yeah. year, first year starting.
3: And I think the difference is if you look at him compared to size wise, you know, some of those guys. Henson was a big six four guy. Yeah. Johns was six five, and you could probably you know move him to tight end if you needed to. Infinity was a bigger guy too. He wasn't as tall, but uh, it, Newberg is not that stature. But he certainly can stand up to the pounding, uh, running it inside the you know between the tackles, and he's probably faster than any of those other guys it, because when he got a seam today he was gone yep and so he, he can he can move the ball in a multitude of ways he, he's very good you know at, 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 he's very good precision passing um, but it, it's he gives you a multi, multitude of of options of how to use him and he's multi-dimensional as a threat so it, it's hard to kind of figure out how you're going to stop him
0: all right. B- brimming well, with ballard ballardom. That's it. Good on Brighton. All right, guys. Hey, we thank Hungry Howies, of course, for sponsoring yet again the Mr. Football and the Anvil Award. Going into this week, we had five Anvil candidates left. We had seven Mr. Football contestants still alive. So in the Anvil Award, we had Damon Payne for Belleville. They're that's still fun. rolling. He's still alive. Cornell Wheeler for West Bloomfield. They rolled. That he's still alive. He's a machine. Keegan Smith at Jackson Lumen Christie, they rolled. He's still alive. Giovanni Elhadi, Sterling, and Stevenson—they yeah. survive. He's still in. Josh Preby at Edwardsburg. They take care of Zealand West. So all five of those guys still alive. We're going to have to pick uh, three of them because Rocco Spindler is going to win the is going to win the vote. So he's automatically in the final four. So three of those guys we're going to have to choose here over the next few weeks. We will decide the week of semifinals who is in the final four. In Mr. Football World, Cam Martinez is going to face Cedar Springs tomorrow. He had seven touchdowns in the first half last <laughs> week. So, is that good? we're yeah. burning and burning, baby. We're expecting big things. Now, I did get an update on Donovan Edwards tonight from West Bloomfield. Four touchdowns. He had one of 33 yards, two yards, 47 yards, and the five yards he's harris, a man child cj harris got hurt in the second quarter good, so good
2: thing they have a very good backup in alex short who's already a considered a division one recruit so i but, don't worry about that
0: but the interesting thing is donovan edwards took the majority oh, took the of the snaps okay at, the at quarterback the yeah he, and he uh, surely was throwing you know but some i'm little, telling you they got alex short him.
2: back there who yeah. was the quarterback at cranbrook last year he transferred in he'll be the quarterback next year and yeah he's, he's got division one uh looks
0: and i know harris has you know he's he's been fighting through it, you know. He's he's one of these guys that he's big, so okay. he you know when he takes off, he takes hits, he takes mm-hmm. punishment. Uh, you know, I, I remember in the, in, in the game that uh, that I saw, uh, you know, he he took some some uh, some some. You know, against some Groves, pops, yeah. yeah, some pops. Uh, but uh, we'll see if how how he does. But again, good on Edwards. I love that kid, Christian Do Christian Dureed, again, just getting it done. All he does
2: is fill the stat sheet Dude, and win.
0: A, a, ultimate inefficiency, in in just polished, he's polished. And you look I mean, at him
2: and it's just you're just you're
0: like this kid is I know. an all
3: state quarterback. Does he still have two losses in his career? Is that what he's sitting uh, on? Uh, it's yeah, and it's he puts up. I
2: mean, he last year he threw for like three thousand yards and forty touchdowns.
0: Dude, <laughs> he l- Last week against Celine, he just owned him. He's only he owned Woodhaven this week. He can uh, chuck it. Yeah, it's going to be.
2: And then sometimes you don't even know if he can look over the line. Right, right,
0: <laughs> right. But now, now it's the ultimate test. Yeah. Now it's West Bloomfield. Now it's those two going head to head: Donovan Edwards yeah. and Do Reed, two Mr. Football candidates. I love it. And Brendan Sullivan still alive. Davison takes care of Lepierre. He has been doing uh, so, amazing things here in the last season. Outside
2: few weeks. of Cam Martinez, the two quarterbacks in our race, Sullivan and Trainer, are in their first years starting under center for their squats.
0: Right. Yeah, exactly. And Trainer's still alive. Let me, and Abdur Rahman Yassin is still alive. So I'll give uh tr-
2: trainer or Trainer stat line for tonight. Thirty of thirty four, four hundred and twenty five yards and oh six God. touchdowns.
0: And that's a good that's a Yasin Yassin I I just just got sent in And that's against, you know, Fenton, a good Flint Metro team.
2: And I I think he had all six touchdowns in the first three quarters. I think they pulled him in the fourth.
3: Yeah, he hasn't played. The two of them have not played a tremendous number of fourth quarters.
2: And he missed two and a half games. Right. And he still has close to 3,000 yards passing and over 30 touchdowns.
0: And King put up 49 on Lavonia Franklin today. Uh, what Rashawn Williams did, I do not know, but I guarantee you he was a factor. And I'll
2: tell you, DJ Moore, the freshman phenom quarterback there, will be in our Mr. Football race probably for the next three years after 2019.
0: All right. Hey guys, we're going to take another quick break. Did you hear the news? Studies of high school football players who played 50 to 60 years ago did not, and I repeat, not show an increased risk of neurological disorders compared to their non-playing classmates. And the game now a lot safer than it was. Then, high school sports, including football, have never been safer, and sports participation is a good part of a young person's overall education. It was for me. Learn more at the health and safety page of the MHSAA website. A message from the Michigan High School Athletic Association promoting the value and values of educational athletics.
2: You do know you want a contest to spend a whole day with me, right?
1: Mm-hmm. And you just want to see her eat this delicious
2: pizza. We could do other things.
1: Mmm. 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 was the best day ever. Treat yourself to the world's first
0: stuffed-flavored crust pizza. And now for just $6.99, try our new stuffed Howie bread filled with fresh mozzarella and cheddar cheese. Hungry? Howie. The greatest honor a high school senior student-athlete can earn? Detroit Athletic Club's Athlete of the Year. You're one of the tops in your sport. Prioritize education and give them back, like Cassius Winston, Megan Bobian, Rakia Jackson, and Aiden Hutchinson did. Six male, six female nominees earn $1,000 in scholarship money, with $5,000 each to be awarded at a red carpet gala in downtown Detroit. Nominations accepted now. Download the application, DACAthleteOfTheYear.com.
2: I chose Lawrence Tech for the architecture program and volleyball team.
1: Architecture is a great fit for me because I love math and design. Now I combine them with technology to create beautiful structures. At Lawrence Tech, I didn't have to wait until my third year to start designing. Our hands-on education begins right from day one. And I'm really excited about LTU's design center in Detroit. Lawrence Tech, where Blue Devils dare.
0: Approaching the midnight hour. We're going to have to get out of here pretty soon, ladies and gentlemen. This is running way longer than we want to, but we know that it's a playoff edition. So, People are uh, hungry for that, football. That's right, and we want to talk about it, so we tend to... Uh, pontificates and bloviates and we're uh, hungry
2: for some hungry howie. yeah and that's it's sitting here in front of
0: us so we're going to get to that uh, in just a little bit in fact uh, we've got howie rolls tonight so we're really excited about that and we're going to try those we have pepperoni and cheese chicken and cheese and steak and cheese this is so. like
2: the best part of my friday yeah, nights. Really you have to come in here talk football and eat free pizza
0: Absolutely. We love love Hungry Howies. Thank you so much uh, for, again, being partners. And please support these guys. It's important. Just say, hey, man, they support state champs. I'm going to get my grub at Hungry Howies. All right, guys. Uh, we've got our comments of the week coming up in just a little bit, too. But real quickly, we want to talk about regional matchups that we know right now and get some comments on that. We'll start in Division I and move them down. We've talked about some of these already. Uh, but... Give me some predictions in West Bloomfield and Belleville. Who do you see coming out on top in this one?
3: West Bloomfield. Everyone, everyone wins because this is a great matchup. It is I mean, a great
0: matchup. It's by far going think, to be our main event unless it's a Saturday. I don't think Belleville probably will be.
3: Yeah,
2: I've seen a defense like West Bloomfield,
3: and yeah, I think I think that'll be the separating factor is the defense of West Bloomfield. Wheeler, I think that's kind of why I had them ranked number one to start the season. Just that's a different level. Wheeler
2: Page. Yeah. Um,
3: Obviously, they
2: got I I don't know. Obviously, obviously, you're talking about Wheeler and Page, but outside of those guys, um, Byron McCormick is a is a lockdown corner that not a lot of people know about. And then sophomore Michael Williams, you're going to be hearing a lot about this kid in the next couple years. He's already got a Michigan offer. He gets kind of lost in the shuffle because of all the blue chippers that are on um, West Bloomfield, but he is a difference maker at linebacker. Uh, his back in that Lake Orion game that really. Turned the tide for that season. He had a, a, a forced fumble that he picked up in return for about, I think, 65, 70 yards that sparked that comeback. Um, and he's a kid that is just a freakish athlete. Um, and then you got another kid, Jason Williams, who's a real underrated uh, linebacker. So you got a lot on that defense, not to mention what you got on the offensive, uh, or sorry, on the defensive line, rushing the, rushing the quarterback, Sterling Miles, Bo Davis, and whatnot. So I, I have a. I think it's going to be a close game, but I see West Moonfield coming out on top um, and, and going to Ford Field.
0: I'll be the outlawer. I'll take the Tigers. Uh, again, I like the way they're, – they, they're so explosive – on offense, they can be down two touchdowns and yep. score two within two minutes. Uh, so I think it's that quick strike capability alone that uh, West Bloomfield is just not going to be able to absorb at the end. I, too, believe it'll be a close game. In fact, uh, why don't we give our D1 semifinal predictions? I'm going to say belleville Cast Tech um uh, I'm sorry, Belleville, Brighton meet in the semifinals, Castech Tech, and Davison. I'm going to go uh, in the semifinals on the other side. Who you got?
3: I'm going to go Brighton, West Bloomfield on one side, and Davison, Castech
0: Tech. Yeah.
3: Yeah, I'm going to go
2: Chalk.
0: Okay, there you go. All right, let's go run over to Division Two real quick. We've got Mona, Mona Shore still alive. They're going to go to 10-1 and Portage Northern. Uh, that will be a difficult game. Uh, we'll find out uh, who will play Wald Lake Western. I don't think it really matters. Uh, I know that Battle Creek Lakeview is undefeated, and they got a ton of playoff points, mm. uh, and that's a good team. Um, but I think the way that Wald Lake Western is playing, uh, no matter where they have to be, I think they've to- Yes, yes, yes. Uh, UD Jesuit, who'd have thunked? That we'd still see the Cubs alive here, but I think this run ends at King, uh, and Martin Luther King takes care of business. Uh, Port Huron and Seahome will be an interesting game. Seahome gets to host that one. Uh, Port Huron, a team who was of our rivals, right. that yeah, uh, is still alive, still alive. So right. there's that's, another one that that's still going.
2: Maple Field is going to be electric. I yeah. mean, I, I, I don't know. I don't think they hosted that regional back in '01. Um, and that is a football crazy town um, that just loves those home maples. They, you know, for for teams that are under 500, they're filling that place. And a lot of times, you, you go around the state and you're you're going into uh, ranked teams, teams that are playing for, 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 for big things, and you go into half empty stadiums. Seahome has always supported that, uh, or the Seahome community has always supported Maple's football, and and they've been thriving on what's been going on this season, and and it's gonna, it will be a very exciting, uh, a, a, yeah. a, 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 a that that uh, intensity awesome. will be boiling, it. O- boiling it. over, boiling over.
0: Got it, got it. And for the sake of time, why don't we just say who's going to make the finals? Since we're in regionals already, we don't need to predict semifinals. I will say in Division Two, it is going to be Walled Lake Western taking on Martin Luther yeah, King. I think that's, that's what I Ooh, yeah. that, inevitable. Now that's great. We've got two great a Division One rem- game that's going to be great, and we've got a Division. It'd be a two game rematch
2: be of uh, I think three or four years ago. King took out. Um, Western in the finals.
0: In Division 3, Muskegon or Cedar Springs will take on East Grand Rapids and credit the Pioneers and EGR and what they've done. Muskegon will (coughs) win whoever they play. DeWitt at Edwardsburg will be a good matchup again. DeWitt, the Panthers have done great. I think Edwardsburg wins. Uh, Allen Park, Chelsea. Uh, Chelsea, again, still undefeated. Allen Park, you like Allen Park. You like the way they played. Nasty Nico. And uh, Orchard Lake St. Mary should have no problem with Kearsley, although Kearsley beat Brother Rice knows it's a crazy year Um, but I'm going to say as far as state finals now these are all updated not our original production predictions that's for sure still though this one stays the same even though Orchard Lake and River Rouge will be a very good game I think a very good game I've got Orchard Lake and Muskegon Muskegon, yeah me too boy rematch of a couple years ago, yeah. in which uh, Orchard Lake won on the final play of Priest the game. Priest to Cunningham. That's right. It was amazing. Uh, and let's go to re- Division 4. And in Division 4, we've got uh, Ste. Marie or Cadillac taking on Grand Rapids Catholic Council GRCC. I like no matter what coming out of that. Jace uh,
2: Williams guy to, to look for on GRCC. Hudson, wide receiver.
0: Hudsonville Unity Christian at Paw, Even though this is at Paw the way Unity Christian's played. Uh, I think they continue their uh, season. Flint Power and Notre Dame Prep should be a good game. This will yep. be a real good game. Again, nobody's given a lot of love to Notre Dame Prep, uh, but Flint Powers... Um I just think the way that they've played at the end of the season, uh, they will continue. We'll see. Milan Country Day, two undefeated teams, uh, should be a really good game. Where's that going to be at? Do we that's going to be a Country Day, uh, Shaw Stadium. Tristan so,
2: Hines and the Milan uh, crew yep. coming on to be, coming into Beverly Hills.
0: Absolutely. So uh, we'll see. And if we're going to if we're going to give finals predictions as of right now, GRCC and DCD. That's who you got. Yep. I'm going to go GRCC. Powers there Catholic you know. GRCC Country Day. Okay. Now that you're
3: back on the bandwagon. You're all I, the way I'm on all the bandwagon. way in
0: now. I feel that. You're invested. Yeah, in, I am. Division five now. Kingsley or Muskegon Oak Ridge uh, will take on Freeland. Uh this one is really a toss I think Oak Ridge I think Oak Ridge will win, but you like Kingsley, correct? Mm-hmm. Um Freeland also a really good team. Uh, Hackett Prep and Lansing Catholic getting together. Hackett Prep, one of those five and four, is still alive. I like Lansing Catholic. I think you guys do. Almont hosting Swan Valley. Almont has played a great schedule. Beat their rivals. How
3: about this? Almont had to travel for the first round of the
2: playoffs. <laughs> yeah. And right. now they're hosting. The next yeah. 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 Yes, yes,
0: it is bizarre. Uh, Robichaud and oh, They had to travel for this
2: one too, right? They had to go to Marine City. Yeah, yeah,
0: yeah. yeah. and now they get it at home. Uh, Robichaud and uh, Denby will get together, two nine and two teams, so that'll be interesting. State Finals, predictions for five who will match up i am gonna go i'm gonna go lansing catholic versus almont
3: i'm gonna go lansing catholic
0: against
3: swan valley
0: okay take Swan Valley. how about you scott scott
2: um lansing catholic freeland
0: is
3: that possible no no they wouldn't they would uh, I mean it's possible to be in this semis.
2: Look,
0: look, look at the sheet I get that other sheet I gave you the with the, uh, the map. Oh, you know, well you don't have it here but uh uh I'll go um I don't have it here I thought I had printed another sheet that had the uh, they had the layout for today you know that sheet that you send that email yeah that sheet is there are they on there like how it would lay out or no no all right never mind
2: um I'll go and I'll, I'll go Swan Valley. Right. Uh, D, uh,
0: uh, Swan Valley versus uh, Alma. All right, there you go. Division six. Let us move on. Um, I'm just going to quickly look through this. We have Calumet or Menominee taking on Maple City Glen Lake at the top. The other uh, region two is Sanford Meridian at Montague. And then on the other, on the bottom bracket, Onstead at Hillsdale, Montrose, or Millington versus Monroe-St. Mary-Catholic Central. The way that I look at this here, and if I'm looking at finals, ooh, how about a M&M final? How about Montrose and Montague? Montague.
3: That's kind of where I was going to go with that, too. I like that. I'll get on board. I'll chalk it.
0: All right. There you go. Division seven quickly, uh, Pawama, Westphalia at New Lothar. We have a game that will both are tomorrow games. So Charlevoix Iron Mountain, McVay, Traverse City Saint Francis. We'll see who gets into that uh, topside regional. Uh, they will play. The winner of paywamo westphalia and new lothrop so like we have west bloomfield and belleville mm-hmm. we have two powers getting together new lothrop hosting that one i'm going to give them the advantage uh even though i think i put paywamo in the finals originally so i probably should still stick with that uh and jackson lumen christie so i'm going to say it's jackson lumen christie I you know I should stay with Powamo because that's who I picked and that was my team so I'll say Jackson Luma Christie versus Powamo that's what I, I see go. okay. that's what I see well then there you go. In Division 8, let's get to it quickly. Ishpeming or Lake Linden-Hubble will take on Beale City. Saginaw-Nouvelle, Harbor Beach, Harbor Beach undefeated. Fowler and Royal Oak Shrine will get together on the bottom side of the bracket. Adrian Lenaway-Christian will take on Reading. This one is tough for me to call because I'm not super familiar with a lot of the way that these teams have performed uh, individually. I know that I thought Ishpeming-Westwood was the better team than Ishpeming um, this season. I believe that uh, Westwood was the team that beat them rather handily in during I think the regular D6, season, I think got it. The, so they uh, in a different division. division. Got it. Got it. Maybe um, two. Okay. I'm going to say, um, for the sake of trying just to pick one quickly, I am going to say that Reading is going to get out of the bottom, Harbor and Beach. I, and I'm there. And I think I think they're going to take on. Uh, you know what? I'm going to I'm going to say Ubli is going to Ugly is okay. going to pull out of that one.
3: I like Harbor Beach. I'm going to take Beale City and Reading.
0: Okay, good, there you go. All right guys, and uh, just quickly because we have to give uh, them some love, a and player. that's a player exactly and uh, Powers North Central. there you go. they're in their, they're getting they're going into the semifinals yes so uh, we can quickly pick finals, so I'm going to take Sutton's Bay out of that one and they are going to take on Morris. That's what I'm saying, even though uh, Colin and Martin are playing tomorrow two undefeated teams, I think Morris is going to win the next week so I'm going to say Sutton's Bay versus Morris in the finals of one who you got? I'm going to say Kingston Colon. Okay. Kingston Colon. All right, Powers North Central. I've already got them in the finals, and I've got, but there, I've got them taking on Portland Saint St. Patrick. Yeah. Yeah, St. You like I that?
3: That's, yeah, that's
0: All right, good. guys. So that is uh, what our predictions are for right now. Real quickly, before we get to our comments of the week, uh, what are you, and Matt? Uh, you, you, Matt, and you Scott doing on the website. What are well, some of stuff you, that you guys I, I working something on? Something
2: that's really cool that will be coming out. I think l- early next week. Okay. Uh, we say we say goodbye to Bud Rowley, mm-hmm. uh, the legendary Oxford Wildcats coach, who has been there for four. Forty plus years, won a state championship, went to three state finals. So uh, I kind of took some consensus and I, I made a list of the top Bud Rowley performers of all time on the gridiron, nice. I, and I ranked them. Okay, I know I'm going to get some Hate. get some feedback, but I'm, I'm confident with my with my rankings. And you got a handful, a, a couple guys that made it to the NFL, a couple guys at won state championships. Um, so you got you know, a Mr. check Football it out winner, right, Mr. Yeah. Football winner.
0: Yep.
3: Press guy, Bud. Bud's a classic, and, and yeah. I'm I'm hoping that there's some place that wants a Bud Rowley next year, and he has a place to land. Yeah,
0: he may not be done. No, that I don't is think for he is. sure. He told
2: yeah. me in the way he wanted to be quoted. I'm taking a step back. I'm reevaluating. Okay,
3: I still love coaching. I don't know if this is the end for me. The game of high school football is better that when Bud the Rowley is in it. Definitely Agree. So he
2: yeah, he coaches with so much passion, so much energy. And you know when he's up in he's like seventy five years I old know. and he's got the demeanor
3: of someone that's eighteen.
2: I yeah. mean not in a in a way uh, in terms of just yeah. his, energy, way. his no,
3: energy. I get it.
0: Yep, yep, yep. What are you working on?
3: We are gonna be uh, doing some coverage of volleyball. Obviously, we're starting to ramp up into regionals next week. Um, we've got that going on. We've still got the juniors program that we're starting to narrow down. That we're getting closer and closer to kind of having final fours in, in most of the sports that are now complete. Um, and and we'll, we'll pretty soon we'll just have the the two left, I yeah. believe, in, yes. in volleyball and, and football. Yeah, which and will swimming. be the big two And swimming, yeah, obviously. Um, So that's what we'll be working out over the next week or so.
0: Yep. So we've got our all-junior team uh, videos that uh, we do on the website. You can check them out right now at statechampsnetwork.com. Read their guys' stuff. Uh, Just go to the News tab and see what's going on. Bernie's Bites, uh, and Matt's got all kinds of, you know, Stuff that he's he's always throwing out if there a like lot of game rank, coverage, like
2: rankings, and yeah. lists, and that's right. and historical retrospectives. Come uh, come check me out at Bernie's Sports.
0: That's right. We need the hits. We we appreciate it. And uh, again, check these guys out. statechampsnetwork.com. Okay, time for our comment of the week presented by the MHSAA. Comments of the week uh, on Facebook. Dennis Dolan the third said, "Belleville's test is next week." We know yeah, that, absolutely, yep. uh, because I think the winner of that one has got the upper hand when it comes to a state championship I don't know.
2: I don't know why this is came to my mind, but there's this story about before the national championship game uh, between Oklahoma and Miami. Some of the Miami players called up uh, Jamel Holloway, who was the quarterback of uh, uh, of Oklahoma. It's like we're coming for you, Jamal. Right. We're coming for you. And I can just, I can just okay. see Cornell Wheeler <laughs> and McCarty Page trying to get a hold of c- the CBR. notorious CDR yeah. and being like, right. "Watch your we're back, buddy. We're, <gasps> we're we're hungry hungry for some quarterbacks. We want to okay. we want to devour you. But you know, CDR is, a, is such a competitor. I'm sure he'll he'll welcome sure. that challenge.
0: Oh, yeah. Yeah, he's and again, he's so laid back, yep. you know, the way that he approaches everything. Nothing phases him. All right, John Lopresto says two classics coming in D7 next week. Paywamo, New Lothrop and Schoolcraft, Lumen Christie. Both of those will be good games. Absolutely. Dallas Suarez says Bellevue, Belleville QB had seven TDs. Oh, wow. Tonight, wow. So uh, yeah Maybe
2: we, we, over 40 as a sophomore That's yeah. right
0: Perry <laughs> Simon says Belleville will have th- their hands full with West Bloomfield No doubt but they have enough star power to get the job done Belleville's quarterback is the best in the state. There's no question they have the talent to get that done. I mean, yes. if, no, if Belleville, Belleville wins, I'm not surprised. Right. And it's gonna be their time at some point. Is it 2019? We'll find out. Uh, YouTube, The Truth Hurt says Steve in all caps, Stevenson moving on to regionals. Woo-hoo, and uh, I wouldn't have called it. Uh good on Coach Newcomb and what they've done over there. Uh, and again, another team who had to play for their lives just to mm-hmm. get in, and now they love the the feeling of playing for their lives, and they're getting it done. It gets you ready, and Dakota, for the, it gets I you think. Battle tested, and, and I talked about this um, with uh, other, you know, coaches before too. Is when you're a team that wins, you're on such a high when you beat a Chip Valley mm-hmm. the week before. Gotta it's regroup. hard to hard to get that back. Yeah, and it's hard to believe that you can even be beat now. That you've figured it out. And no matter what the other team brings on, especially a team like Stevenson, they probably felt they were better than uh, they got punched in the mouth. And yep. that's what happens. Yep. That's what happens. It's really hard. Original lead says Belleville is going to win it all this year. Hey. I think
3: whoever wins that game is going to win it all. I mean, that's not going out on a flimsy limb or anything, but that's kind of the state title game. Before the state title
0: game Yep, we got a couple comments on Twitter uh, Samaj McDonald says How about them Demby Tars Shoot. That's right, Tars still rolling, still rolling. Uh, And Luke Stanton says Y'all sleeping on Brighton Well I, no, one's sleep- no one's I sleeping, on
2: them, sleeping on them anymore They're in the regionals
0: That's right that's right, but I think he means moving Yeah, forward. no, I know. I know.
3: So, uh, and, and if that is Luke Stanton, he did have a pretty good game. He, oh. That's the defensive end. Well, yes. there you go. He had a couple of sacks, a couple of padded passes, and okay. nobody's sleeping on him. Coach All Lyman right. does
2: a great job with those Bulldogs. Yeah.
0: All right, ladies and gentlemen, it's that time, and look what we have today. It's been unfair. You've been sitting this in front of me for 15 yes, minutes. Yes, I know. Exactly. So we have Howie Rolls today, and there are three different flavors, steak and cheese, pepperoni and cheese, and uh, what was the other one? He Chicken. Said? Yes, exactly. So uh, we're going to get on here, and we're going to get out. So once again, thank you so much for checking out another edition of Michigan Extra Point Live. We'll have a regional edition next week, and I will let you know we're working on Ford Field for the state finals, coming to you right after the D4 game, 10.30 Friday night. Uh, So uh, a lot of stuff happening. and. We're here to bring it to you. So we'll see you next week right here back on Extra Point. Make sure you check out everything on State Champs this week. 40 games on the website and all our socials and our show again, 9 a.m. Sunday, Fox Sports Detroit. We'll see you next week.